Fantasy Lounge, live from 92nd in Nashville, formerly 33rd in Emerald, with the same old fantasy football talk. Well, the degenerates from Oak Lawn competes to be the champion. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Who's this man? Find out this week on the Fantasy Lounge. And we are live in the Fantasy Lounge. As always, Mikey Mack on the mic and via the Fantasy Lounge hotline, the Commissioner Randy Hansen and Daily Dave himself, Dave Steuben. And gentlemen, week four has come and gone. I think all three of us lost this week, so not a good week for the lounge. Bad, bad, bad day for the lounge, my friend. Um, you gave me the kiss of death. You said I was going to lose last week. You did pick Thomas. I was texting Thomas all week that I was going to come knock on his door and bust it open, go 4-0, and and Thomas took it to me. So uh, we regrouped, we resettled, and we uh, attacked this week. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, I'm in like full panic mode right now. I'm one and three, and I just spent I think eighteen dollars on Josh Dobbs uh, because of my quarterback situation. And Randy also called it that I was going to lose, but you also said it was on Ramondre Stevenson. It was one hundred percent on uh, Christian McCaffrey, whooping my ass with four touchdowns, dropping I don't even know what sixty points on me or something. I think it was like so, a forty-nine piece. Yeah. It was, it was a good week, you know, 200 points the week before, CMC the next week. I'm just having a great fantasy season. What's interesting now is with with Lewis and Randy both losing, it's, again, now it opens it up. All of a sudden, Simo's 3-1, and one, um, and he's getting, you know, um, Jonathan Taylor back. See, uh, Waldo's 2-2, two and two, he got some life, and he's getting cut back soon. There's a lot of a lot of things. Lath getting on the board, and Lath's been putting up some points. And now Lath's one and three. He plays me, who my team has been struggling. All of a sudden, it just opens up the door for pretty much every, anybody to make a run. Oh, they always say, you know, whose team is healthiest at the end of the year. Right now, it's good to pile up wins, but if you get hot, you know, weeks five, six, seven, eight, you know, we can make that stretch the, to the playoffs. So. I guess what's interesting, we both all we, we. I mean, last week we talked about Gallagher, Randy, and Lewis's team being like the favorites, <laughs> and all, all three of them lost. So, I know, and me and Lewis play each other this week too. Yeah, I play Gallagher this week, so uh, I need a W man. Speaking about needing Ws, you know the Thursday night game is tomorrow. The Bears need a W. There's rumors that Eberflus might get fired if they lose. Buy or sell that, Randy. Are you in on like Eberflus getting fired if they lose uh, week five here tomorrow? Um, I mean, we all know that the Bears never fired a coach during the season. Um, I I just don't even know who's on that because the Bears are not going to pay a, another coach to come in or something. So I don't even know who's on that staff that has – been in a situation even remotely close. You don't have a D coordinator, then you don't have a head coach, and you're bringing someone in. I really think that it's going to be one of those things that Eberflus loses that might as well just, if he's a loser, just ride him out to the end of the year and get the first pick. Yeah, you, even if you fire him, uh, you better fire Luke Getze too because he's been absolutely terrible. So like you said, it'd probably be some special teams coach um, but I'm with Randy. Just keep everybody and ride this out. Let's get the first and second picks overall. Send fucking Justin Fields packing and get Williams and Harrison Jr. My thing is too. It's like if if you do get the first overall pick, you you cannot do like one of those things where it's hey Justin Fields back. will be the will be the bridge quarterback to no like, no you have to. Acquire whatever you can for him. I know. Well, I bet you Atlanta would take him in a heartbeat. But yeah, but at the same time, you, you're not going to bridge him because he's going to want money, and we're not going to pay him the money that he wants. So he's going to leave regardless. It's not a contract. Uh, it's not. We don't have to pick up his option already. Yes, we do next year. Well, next year. I mean, he's he's still under contract next year because you're going to no. pay fifth year option. Because no, next year no. will be year four. He gets five years as his first rounder. I thought he was gone next year. No, next year's his fourth year. Oh, well, then I would trade him immediately after the season. Um, another thing, too, like we don't, we're not even really talking about, like, 
Fields, Fields on your team, correct, Mike? Correct. He pops off finally. Finally has over a 300 passing yard game. Looks great in the first half. And you look great. You look great in the third quarter. I I just that, that might have been the worst coach game. Uh, the second half of that game, I think on both sides. I think what's his face? That's terrible well, too. Well, Denver well, is well, absolutely trapped. Well, let's, again, let's like break a little bit on on Justin Fields though, having a great game. He's literally going. He was literally going against arguably statistically the worst defense in the last sixty years. So. Uh, I mean, the, to put up 300 yards, great, good job, awesome. You still lose. You throw an interception. You have a fumble, and it, here's the know. thing about that fumble. And again, like I saw it on Twitter, so like that touchdown he threw to Khalil Herbert, like the the Broncos were starting to blitz the like the boot on that, like they were just sending a defender towards Justin Fields on any play action, and they did it, and he escaped, and he threw it to Herbert, and then they they dial up the same exact play, and then. Fields got blitzed, and then obviously the fumble to the house. And again, it's just like who's who's watching? Like I, they have iPads. Like don't they see what's happening? Like don't they see the the um, the well, scheme on that? That's I don't. That's the thing I don't understand with Fields is like supposedly coming out of Ohio State, he's like one of the most intelligent quarterbacks coming out of college. And but he for some reason can't pick up blitzes. Like aren't you going to call something to get a you know? Put something in motion, put a uh, tight end, move over to the right side, I don't know, do something to protect yourself. Or know that he's coming and know that you can't run that play and then audible. I don't know. No, that's that's. I think that's all offensive corner. I think that's totally on yeah, offensive corner. But you should have identify that. But to, to you have something in line, as a, you're an NFL team. You don't have – it also starts with the offensive coordinator, but it's with the quarterback. They have a terrible relationship. and We don't have anything to check to. Or like, here, this is your read. Once this is done, like, I, I have no idea. Um, another to his defense, though, like, is like we he gets ripped, ripped, ripped. He's like, uh, JT, um, he's throwing for over uh, three hundred yards already, and it's like he actually did. So you got to give him, you got to give him something, dude, because like it can't be all negative all the time on him. He actually did something. He put you in a position to win. You're up twenty-eight to seven going in the fourth quarter, and your team blows it. That's not on him. That's why I, I mean. I, I, think I agree. He, I there, agree. There's, there's multiple people to be blamed for that loss, and Just Fields has a factor in it. But I wouldn't even say he was top five. I agree. It, it wasn't. Level. It wasn't really his fault. But at the same time, I mean, I'm glad he threw for three hundred yards. But it's against literally one of the worst defenses ever. So it's like you should do that. Anyone should do that against Denver. Like whoever, I don't know who they're playing this week, but that quarterback should have a career day. Career day too. It's they're that bad. All right. So then, what we're saying, we like Washington tomorrow. Uh at this point, I like any team. I think the line's moving towards the Bears, though. It's sort of like no, it's. I, I just looked. It was seventy percent of line. It's minus six and seventy on DraftKings right now. It says seventy percent of bets was on. Yeah, Washington. but I think the line moved down to five and a half. No. No, it's at six. So at six, okay. But didn't it open up at like three and a half? No, I think it was five and a half. I thought, but then it moved up to six. But I thought it moved. Anyway, so okay, we like we like Washington. Like, I was kind of impressed because again, I have Philly defense. What Sam Howell did last week or against Philly because two weeks ago, I mean, he looked god awful against Buffalo, and for him to just turn it around like that, again, it just kind of speaks to the Bears' issues. Like you have Sam Howell who two weeks ago looked terrible against Buffalo and then goes to Philly and almost beats Philly, like. How does that happen? And the Bears can't figure out how to convert a, a fourth and one with the best running quarterback in the league. Or you got, or you got a guy down in, te- uh, in Texas just turning a franchise around with CJ Stroud. You know that that could have been our pick. <laughs> you know, obviously we weren't going to go that way, but we could have had CJ Stroud on our team. Um, and you know, we're still rolling with Justin Fields. Right. And you can't tell me that he has any better weapons than what Justin Fields has. He's already thrown a Nico Collins, John Mechie, and Tank Dell. Yeah. Um, correct. Uh, do we get to take the way the nickname, I think, uh, I forgot what podcast was, Riverboat Ron for not going for it to win that game. Yeah, again, terrible. Like Again, he throws that, you have all the momentum, he throws it to Dotson yeah. for a touchdown, and then you kick the extra point. Like, just go for two there, make a statement, you have him on the ropes, but again, ultra-conservative. Yeah. Now, it's not him. It's not him. Now, Dave, you mentioned some. 
you mentioned you mentioned something about getting someone on people's teams, and we had some interesting fab offers this week. Let's go over that. I feel like people like to see that. Um, Dave, you spent a lot of money um, in the fab department. A lot. A lot. Oh, now, looking at it, do you regret the Detroit $18? Not at all. Actually, if you look at their stats, I, I think that's my favorite pickup of the week. Um, coming off of, I mean, I know they put up a, what, a zero in week two, but a 11, 0, 24, 18. And then now, now going against Carolina against um, rookie quarterback, I really like that pickup. Because 49ers are playing Dallas, and I'm not I'm not really trusting that. And 49ers really haven't been as good as I thought they were going to be on defense as far as fantasy. They're a good defense in real life, but as far as fantasy, I'm not, not really for it. Um, and I, I need to spend money, like we said. I, know, I just like don't know what people are going to spend money on, so I obviously really overspent not looking at it that someone only put $1 on them. Um, and I also put, I think, $16 on uh, the Alien quarterback. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, hold on. so these are the only like um, so only the people that had some action we see, but I like I can look at. So I'm literally the only person that put money on him. I again overpaid on that too. I'm, so, I'm a little so, now. I know Lace going with Garoppolo. I thought maybe Late would have been in play for Dobbs. Um, but he went. He went uh, Garoppolo, which Devontae Adams revenge game. Maybe Devontae scores about two touchdowns. Uh, they played Monday night at Green Bay, I believe. Uh, so I'm the only person who put 16 bucks on him. And then my kicker, I was looking at Maher's the number two kicker in fantasy right now. So I've had a young white coup who put up a one last week and hasn't put up over double digits three out of four weeks this year. So I had to had let him go. Um, I kind of want to talk about Waldo real quick. He put $25 on Jaleel McLaughlin. And um, that was somebody that I had offered, put offered. I initially had $23, and then I just dropped it to 7 because it looks like Javante Williams is not going to be out for an extended period of time. But what's interesting about McLaughlin, he scored a touchdown week one, and he's been in the game plan. And I know it's against the Bears, but he looked really explosive against the Bears last week. So that could be a play down the road, especially uh, if Javante Williams is kind of getting banged up and you know P. Ryan's older. I don't know. I just kind of like... That pick up long term for Waldo, and he put twenty five on it, and there was action on that. I think the second highest bid was like twelve dollars, but Waldo got him for twenty five. Yeah, I think uh, he's a good a good pickup. Uh, again, he probably just put twenty five on there because he thought, like me, that people were going to be putting a lot of money on players. So, and also uh, Peyton, Sean Peyton said like he loved him throughout camp, so that's something to monitor. If that's something. If they're trying to see what they got going on in the future, if that's one of the backs that uh, he wants to keep around, because I think they're going to clean house. They already put, they already cut. What's it called? They, was it Randy Gregory? Who did? Yeah, Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory, which they just paid like four years, seventy million, and they cut. So they want to, they want to go uh, with the youth movement, uh, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> that means they're they're cutting house. They're seeing who they're going to keep on. I think yeah. that whole team is going to be revamped next year. I'm, I would not be surprised if you saw. Uh, a Cortland Sutton trade or Jerry Judy as well. I know yeah. Judy's contract's coming up. I think Judy's going to be on the move. Um, only thing with McLaughlin, I think he's like 5'7", 180 pounds. So not a very big guy, but uh, could be a PPR guy. Um, the other thing I thought was interesting, and it could have been a, like a deep-sea diver, but Simo getting Keaton Mitchell. Um Thing with him is, is he? I guess he was super explosive out of college. I think South Carolina, but he's been on IR and they activated him, or maybe not South Carolina, but uh, East Carolina, East Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, is there a running back from Baltimore that Simo doesn't like? Yeah, no, Simo's been uh, he's been uh, on the uh, revolving door of uh, Baltimore running backs, but. Just something to monitor because they activated him, so I think they like him, and I wonder if he gets t- like touches moving forward. Anything else? Anything else that we want to talk about for the waiver wire? Um, Zach Ertz getting picked up for five bucks. I don't know. Smartest man in the room. Cole Komet, ten dollars. Yeah, some movement on the uh, tight ends. Fun fact. Fun fact on Cole Komet. He's the number three fantasy fantasy tight end right now. That's how bad the position is. Yeah, he uh, had, a, he had a big week. Two touchdowns help. Yeah. 
Um, and again, when, I feel like when Fields looks the best is when he is getting Komet involved. And I know some people say Komet's not very good. But I think Fields is at his best when he's able to, to get Komet three, four, five catches. And all of a sudden it opens up the middle of the field. Takes some pressure off DJ Moore. We'll see. Maybe they found something. I know, Dave, you said the, uh, Denver's defense is terrible. but uh, $15 on Zay Jones. Yeah, I saw that. Thomas uh, getting involved here. Um, I mean, we always like Zay Jones. Like, great. I, he, when he's healthy, he's great. Yeah. So, um, not, a I, I, not a bad play. I think he's leaning towards playing. Just so many mouths to feed over there, though, with Ridley and Kirk and Ingram and ETN. I also yeah. I thought that offense would be a lot better. Four weeks in, their offense has kind of been pretty stagnant. Um, they did they had a decent game last week and uh, over across the pond in London when they took it to Atlanta. But Atlanta's uh, terrible. Yeah, we th- we thought uh, Trevor Lawrence was really going to take a step forward, and he's kind of been a very just average, mediocre quarterback thus far. This yeah, week. he's almost droppable in fantasy right now. I mean. There's a lot of quarterbacks that have big names that are droppable, and there's like two on my team right now. Speaking uh, of that. Another guy I'm uh, kind of interested in, I know he's on a bye this week, but uh, Baker Mayfield. I mean, I know he gets all the – everybody hates on him, but I, he's a top-ten quarterback right now in fantasy. So I know he's on a bye, but if someone's looking for a quarterback, he, he could be a viable bench guy. Technically he's top 12, but he's, that's, that, means, Sorry, that means he's a starter. That's, I mean, he's ahead of guys like Jared Goff, Justin Fields, Anthony Richardson, Geno Smith, Trevor Lawrence we just talked about, Prescott, Stafford. So So I was kind of – I was kind of had an idea. I kind of want to go most – like most disappointing team. And I kind of want to talk about, you know, filling a roster, like a receiver, two running backs, two, two wide receivers, a tight end, in terms of biggest no. disappointments all year. And then whether or not we think that we're going to turn around. So I figure let's start at the quarterback position. Um, I, is it a no-brainer? Is it Joe Burrow or I mean? It, 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 I think you gotta. Uh, in my opinion, I I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow because he was a top five quarterback, and now he's I don't even know if he's in the top twenty five quarterbacks, he's and he's and he started every game. Yeah, um, at his draft position, I mean Burrow. That's that's another thing I want to kind of touch on is like is. And I was kind of thinking this. This is kind of uh, my conspiracy theory, which I think will happen. Is do they shut down Joe Burrow for the year? No. Uh, if you look at the reports, he's saying that he's feeling better than he's felt all year. And uh, who's our coach? Zach Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, has said he's not making a change. Like, don't even talk about it. Basically. Yeah, I, did, I just thought like it would be one of those things like do you shut down Joe Burrow, trade Higgins, and then hope to get. Marvin Harrison Jr. No, I don't think so. Interesting, though, that he only has eight more points than Gardner Minshew. Interesting that Zach Wilson has more fantasy points than Joe Burrow. All right, Uh, so we'll we'll, Ritter has more points than him. Yeah, so we'll pencil in Joe Burrow, biggest disappointment at the quarterback position. Let's go running back next. I have an idea, and I I really don't want to say like Saquon because he's been hurt. Um, No, you can't play him. No, I know, but I'm I'm just saying. I think Ramondre. I think Ramondre's up there for me, just because that. No. I mean, he's barely he's barely an RB two. For me, it's Jameer Gibbs, and like. I mean, I don't know how you could say that. You're just saying that because he's on your team. No, but I I'm saying that because I mean he got touches when Montgomery was out, and he really didn't perform. You're not, not going to say Najee Harris. No, okay. Well, I'm saying there's two there's two running backs, Dave. I'm saying. Ramondre's up there. Gibbs is up there. Definitely Najee I Harris. Throw, I would have to throw. I know he's not. He wasn't the starter this year, but AJ Dillon is like just absolute fucking trash. Yeah. Like guy got his opportunity and did absolutely nothing with it. I think the. I think he's he's too big. He's he's like literally the size of a defensive tackle. Yeah, seven just, right now. Seventeen fantasy points. Forty four carries for one hundred eighteen yards. Yikes. Yeah. Antonio Gibson also you could throw in there. He yes. Was, you know, this guy people thought could be a starter and is definitely not. Um, I think we kind of hit on the big names. I, I, I would say also a guy that I said you just can't trust him whatsoever. And I think I said in week one we were talking about it. And I, I'm sure I said at the draft is Cam Akers. 
That dude, I said, yep. you, I think I have a bet with someone that he is, he was more likely to week, someone said, like, you would be a top 15 running back, or I said by week five, he'd be out of the league. Yeah, I was. He got some running against Minnesota. Uh, I was last gonna week. say, I, I I wouldn't say that he's a disappointment yet because in week one he did great. Then they didn't play him, and then he got traded. He didn't play because he got traded, and then last week he actually had limited touches, put up some numbers. I mean, so maybe I say he's, maybe Etn, maybe. No. I'm just I'm just throwing out some names here, but I mean I think Najee Gibbs, and you know what I'm gonna throw out too, and this is because of an, not injury, but he's playing because Joshua Kelly. I mean, that guy's toast. Oh, I mean, God. I mean, he has not since he since he took over the job. I mean, he has not done anything. He has twenty eight fantasy points. Um, he opened up with a fifteen piece week one, so he went three two six. I mean, and you know, against Vegas last week, who's terrible defensively, you can't. I mean, you just can't have it. I don't. I don't want to tell you. I told you so, but I told you so. All right, so we'll go Najee, and then you want to go. Although Najee had a nice game last week, but he has he's way underperformed. On of course, that that offense is terrible. Yeah, I mean, he put up eleven, Dave. Let's not get crazy. I mean, uh, that's it's not bad though. Yeah, yeah something to monitor too is uh, Brees Hall. Uh, Brees uh, Hall has said that he's going to get they're going to increase his workload yeah, now because it's just bad, not even so. yeah. like Dalvin Cook thing. I never understood the Dalvin Cook thing. Well, it was. That would have been great if Aaron Rodgers was still there. Then you have a one-two punch for the guy that's young coming off the injury. And, you know, he's a proven back, and he's still under 30. So, I understand it. You know what? I wouldn't mind kicking the tires on Damian Pierce. Um, and that's another thing I should have talked about. We'll talk about this in a second, actually. But, okay, so let's pencil in Najee, and then what are you guys thinking? Jameer Gibbs? No, I, I, I – Stop talking about your own guy. You hate him. If you hate him so much, just trade him. All right. Well, who else do you uh, want to pencil no, in? I thought we said. I thought we said. Uh, well, you, never mind. Ramondre. Uh, we we said not. We Najee, Ramondre, Joshua Kelly, Antonio Gibson. I would say probably Antonio Gibson, and and I don't think Ramondre's been that bad. Okay. Fair enough. All right, so we'll pencil in Antonio Gibson and then um, Najee. All right, yeah. let's go two receivers here. Um, how about I just saw this right now? Adam Thielen's a top twelve receiver in fantasy. He's been in a huge, a huge. He's game ten right now. He's ten. That's yeah. nuts. I, I mean, DJ Moore's thirteen. DJ Moore's been putting up points too. Moro Dobbs, Ooh, interesting. All right. Um, to me, like Chase is up there just because he hasn't really scored, but I know he's still top twenty five. Right. But I Last mean, two he, weeks he's been. He's been great. I know, but you drafted him in the first round. You expect him to be a top eight receiver, Dave. But that's not really his fault. It's his quarterback's fault. Fair enough. I mean, could you classify Ridley as a as, as someone that's underperformed or slightly? I mean, he had the big week one. I mean, five, seven, eleven. Nothing much after. Yeah. Okay. Just I'm just throwing out names He's here. Candidate. T. Higgins for sure. I would probably put in there. Yeah. Hopkins. Uh, Hopkins too. Yeah, but Hopkins went in like the sixth round, didn't he? In our yeah, draft? yeah. Higgins is up there because when did Higgins, Higgins went go? The second round. Yeah, second. well, that's what I'm talking about. Chase, like, I mean, he was the fourth overall pick. Yeah, but then it wasn't really his fault though. Like, he's put up numbers. I would put Waddle on there. Waddle. Yeah, but Waddle's been banged up. It's not one week. Drake London. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah. Dotson to me has been a huge disappointment. He hasn't really yes, done much. Dotson is very surprising of how he's not putting up any points. Okay. <laughs> Judy's not that shit, really. Yeah, he's been banged up. Yeah, I'm not really seeing any other big names here. I, I would say a lot of things where the rookie wide receivers, they're drafting the first round. Like, you're getting nothing out of JSN right now. Mm. Uh, Addison's kind of – he had a decent game the other day, but he's kind of struggling. Who is that? Okay. Yeah, he's been okay. Um, uh, you know, for me, I, I probably – I don't know. Probably, probably Higgins and Ridley for me. I would say yeah, Higgins, Ridley, and Hopkins, and and um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's some surprising names top twenty-five in here. I'm not gonna lie. Some real. I mean, Nico N- Collins. Nico Collins is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, that's insane. What a pick by you, Dave. You're welcome. Fourteen. Puka, I mean, four. 
All right. So oh, yeah. right now, all disappointment team. We got Joe Burrow, Gibson, Najee Harris, T. Higgins, Calvin Ridley. All right, tight end to me, I think it's easy. Uh, that's that. That to me is Darren Waller. Yeah. No. 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 What are you talking about, Dave? The tight end in Atlanta. <laughs> the pits. That but... pit situation. I mean, John who's out snapping him and getting more targets. So that's what I'm saying. So, so is it is it the fact that he's not getting targeted, or is he just not good? I mean, Pitts is not even top twenty-five. Wowzers. I'm saying. I've been on record saying I told Mike Trotta that Pitts is OJ Howard 2.0. No, he's again. He has had no like the one year he had Matt Ryan, who was basically like you know three feet like in the grave. Yeah. He he had a good year. Like I mean, he, he just didn't find the end zone, but he had a good year. Um, Here's my thing with him: is just, just let's not like you're not a tight end kid, just. Split out wide, you're a wide receiver. Let's just stop acting like this guy's a tight end. I mean, he, his rookie. I mean, end. his rookie year went for over a thousand yards. Yeah, he's a good, but right now he's terrible. I agree. I mean, it's but it doesn't help that they. I mean, they just can't give him the ball. I don't know if you put if you put him with. I don't know Justin Herbert. Herbert, like interesting, or I was thinking. I'm trying to think like outside the obvious, just like uh, you know. CJ Stroud. I I would like to see him with someone that could actually throw the ball. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like get let's get him somewhere else. I mean, free. I mean, free Kyle Pitts. That's what I'm trying to Miami say. Miami doesn't have to move too far. I mean, God. I think Goddard is another one that's been Goddard's, yeah. Goddard's been bad. I mean, so actually worse than than Pitts. Yeah, but I just have more faith that Goddard turns it around. Yeah, but we're talking about all disappointment teams. Yeah, I still to me it's probably Kyle Pitts. Yeah, he was well, he's also drafted higher too, so. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So honorable mention Dallas Goddard and, and Pitts. Yeah. Is the disappointing. All right. Now for me the defense to me, I mean, to me it's a no brainer, it's Philadelphia. I mean, I get that they're one, two, three, four, like they're five. They're in the top six, ten, dude. You can't. I get it, but they have not been good. They've stop, been giving up a. Saying stop saying you're players just because you hate them so much. I'm, I'm not. I, you, you draft them with. They, they haven't been sack. Dave, they, they haven't been sacking anybody. Mike, if you're in the oh, top eleven 12, sacks, they almost you're disappointed if you're top twelve. They 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 set they almost set a record for most sacks in the NFL last year, and they have eleven okay. sacks they through four games last year. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'll know. Tra- I'll trade New Orleans D for for Philly Stop. right now. Stop! Come on. I mean, I I, just, so, I I don't know how you can't say it. I mean, you're talking about one of the. You're talking eighth, about. Are they the, what are they? The eighth. Defense? Yeah, eighth defense. How is that a disappointment? Dave, I'm, I mean, you, they're trailing. They're trailing Dallas by fifty points. They're trailing Buffalo by thirty points. It's, oh, all right, so. Uh, if you're going to say how San Francisco is a more disappointing defense than them, yes, okay, fair. I'm, I'm, I, yes, I'm, I'm just throwing names out. Like I'm not, I'm not penciling them in. But I, I mean, I, I don't know how you, know, you like could like, uh, like, a, like, like Randy would say, a "woe is me" moment. Let me talk about how bad my oh players are. They're in the God. top ten. I, I, well, you know, I don't, I don't get how you, I don't, think, I don't get how you could object, objectively look at Jameer Gibbs and fucking um, Philly D and say they haven't, uh, they haven't uh, underachieved. Philly D is the eighth defense. How is that underachieving? I mean, they're they're not even they're not even in the realm of top three, and they're coming off an historic year last year. Okay, they have different players, Mike. But no, I, I, I get that. But you, I, 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 last year, but in fantasy this year, they're not a disappointing defense. Okay, fair enough. I think you got to throw the Jets in there too a little bit. Jets, I would say New England. New yeah, England New England for sure. Last year, for sure. Randy, any thoughts? Am I am I having woes me moment, or is it just is it just me being honest? No, it's I mean this podcast just turned into literally like a kumbaya about your team. Here like, we go. Because I named two players on my team. You're naming everyone on your team. Two so Gibbs and Philly. All right. All right. I mean, I guess so they, they they also has a hundred and three more. I mean, I'm sorry, fifty three more points than them. Yeah, but. Okay, but I still don't think. I mean, yeah, they could pick it up a little bit. How about how about them giving up ninety points? 
Yeah. 90 um, points. For, that's like, I that's like, like being the seventh overall defense and you talking shit about him. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do we go kickers? Uh, who, or going, is, who we're going with? Do we go kickers? No. What defense did we pick? I think yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, I would probably say that because they're on my fu- fucking team. Low is me. Uh, Young Way Koo. <laughs> uh, 25th. Justin Tucker probably because he's always drafted pretty high. No, Car- Carlson. Carlson's not even top 25. I mean, he was unbelievable last year. He's got 19 he's fantasy he's points. 31st? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be Tucker's twenty six. The Carlson's thirty first. I think both of those guys are up there, no both, doubt. All pro kickers. I mean, Carlson was unbelievable last year. I mean, Tucker's got any more points. You got to go, Carlson. Yeah. Okay. I guess so, uh, probably a little bit on his on his offense though. All right. Raiders offense. So all disappointment team. We got Burrow at quarterback. We got Gibson, Najee at running backs. We got Ridley and T Higgins at receiver. We got um, Kyle Pitts at tight end. Honorable mention Goddard. Uh, kicker, we have Daniel Carlson, and then uh, defense, we have San Francisco. Sam. All right, fair enough. Now, one thing I wanted, to, one thing I wanted to touch on because it was brought up by Gallagher was the fact that there has been any trades in the league. It is kind of uh, odd. I I think people are really valuing uh, their their keepers uh, this year and. There's a lot of value on running backs, and too many. Like I was looking today, there's really no trades to make. Like no one's gonna give up a running back for like a wide receiver three. You know, like if if a guy has any value at running back, I would rather have that guy on my bench than some wide receiver three. Like you could find wide receivers, you can't find running backs, and I feel like there's really like no good trades out there. Also, I would I would say that one, there's been a, a ton of injuries at the running back position. Which is these are guys that would probably be in trades if like uh, high trade values for people to do. And two, I think ch- um, changing to the flex, it's leaving a little pe- uh, people more opportunities and uh, to like plug and chug different guys yep. in the flex position, and you're not so set on three wide receivers, two running backs. So you have a little more flexibility. So people are still managing their team with guys on their bench because of the way they drafted, because they just have more options. So that's cool. I, that's a good point. I, I think I think it's going to come down. I think when people start seeing the writing on the wall, I, I think if I, I would say week six to eight, where people are like, oh, I, I need to do something in order to to get on the winning trail. To get you're going to need seven wins to make the playoffs with high points. Yeah. So I think that's when the trades are going to start flying. I'm uh, I'm real close to pulling the trigger right now. I mean, one and three. If I go one and four, I, I, you know, big names are going to have to be traded for. I'm going to you know, people are going to have to start doing big names for two players and go for value. Like you're not going to get a big name for a big name. That's not going to happen. You know, you're going to have to trade one of your top four draft picks and take two guys that are starters that maybe have lesser names or something. That's just. Yeah. Especially with teams like, like I have a lot of depth and I'd like to make some moves. I kind of, especially when the, you're kind of getting towards the end of the season where, Hey, you could go with not having as much depth because, Hey, there's only five games left or something yeah. like that instead of a whole season. People are kind of standing pat right now trying to see how this season's going to figure out, especially with how many – we see week to week already. Like, guys are dropping like flies, and all of a sudden you're putting Band-Aids over your team hoping to uh, make a push to the playoffs. I don't see myself making a trade this year. Like, unless it's with – you know, I, you know, I just the, the trade talks just are not existent in this in – this, uh-huh. In this league, no, I mean, like I think, like Randy said, people are really over, like not overvaluing, but you don't need to make as many trades, especially now when you can start three running backs. Like last year, if you had four running backs, you could definitely move them, but now if you have four running backs, you, you really don't want to move them. Yeah, I would have definitely made a trade already. I have four running backs, and I have to out of three for at least for me, I have to pick each week, and I picked wrong last week. So yeah. it's going to be one of those situations going forward. Like Mikey says, I'm I'm incapable of making uh, the right decisions. So I'm um, 0 for 1 so thus far on actually having to think. So we'll see. Um, I mean, it is surprising, Mike, because Mike, you, myself, Gallagher, uh, we usually make you know three, four trades, five trades, six trades a year. And I know Gallagher's out there making some. He, he threw some trades out there. 
Uh, I got a text from Lewis earlier. I won't put the uh, details out to the league, but he's trying to move some people. It wasn't a bad trade either. I would say it was a pretty good one. Dave, I can't help but say this. I wish we could have this videoed so people could see. It looks like Josh Dobbs is rubbing your shoulders half the time when you're talking. Because Dave's got his backdrop is Josh Dobbs' ugly melon over Dave's right shoulder. And it's uh, pretty intimidating trying to talk. Yeah, I got, uh, we're on Zoom right now, so, you know, put back a roundup of Josh Dobbs' player picture, uh, the cue ball Q- QB. Uh, he may be started this week. I'm really leaning towards starting him over Joe Burrow because I just cannot trust him. And Dak has been terrible too, so. All right. Now, um, Dave, we got to give you some credit. You've been hitting with the Daily Daves. Um, pretty impressive week last week, correct? Uh, No. Oh, I thought you had. I thought you picked some good ones. Uh, no, I'm so. I, I kind of want to preface this. I've been wanting to say like it, it's extremely hard to pick a perfect lineup. So let's take this with a grain of salt. And when you're picking your lineup, just take a. If you like a few of the guys I'm talking about, you know, throw them in your lineup. But last week, let me see what we we were at. Two weeks ago, we were in the money. This last week, uh, only 111 points scored. Um, that's also because. Donald Parham was injured, scored a zero. But we did put Purdy in. Uh, he had 283 yards and a touchdown, took, so 21 points out of your quarterback's pretty good. Achan had 25.5, so hit on that. Uh, John, uh, uh, James Conner at 6.1, so that was you know not very good. Tank Dell really let me down. I should have went with Nico Collins instead. I think they were similar in price, and uh, Tank Dell only got a 3.4. Keenan Allen, again, put, you know, let me down. He did have a touchdown, but only 10.7. Tyreek Hill let me down an 8.7. I spent like $9,000 each on those players, and, of course, both of them have a terrible week. Parham, again, gets injured, zero. Uh, DJ Moore, though, did call that one 23.1, eight receptions, 131 yards, and a touchdown. And Denver's D, touchdown, interception, fumble recovery, four sacks, like we all saw. Even though they gave up 28 points, still got a 13. So there were some good ones in there and then some real bad ones in there. This week, Mike, uh, we are going to go with the guy who's been uh, behind me the whole time, Josh Dobbs. He was really cheap. He was only $6,600 going against Cincinnati. The good thing about him is uh, he gets rushing yards, so I'm hoping he might throw two touchdowns this week on against a, a weak defense. Going back to A-Chan, uh, he's $7,500. He's going against the Giants. They're uh, 23rd against the run, and A-Chan right now is averaging 25 points per game. Uh, then we're going to spend a little bit of money on Bijan Robinson going against Houston. They're 26th against the run. He's $8,200. Uh, going to Puku Nakua, a lot of rookies in this Um uh, Against Philly, they're 28th, Mike, you know. As you mentioned, they're disappointing. Uh, 28th against the run. No, but they're not disappointing. It's just what was me. They're not They're not disappointing, according to you guys. Uh, well, they're, they're, they're past, 28th against the pass, yeah. Their pass defense is, uh, is disappointing. Um, then we got Marquise Brown, so we're going to go with a double up. Uh, Marquise Brown, Hollywood, if you like to call him that. Last three games, 14, 14.6, and a 13.1. Um, and I get some pretty good defenses. So flying under the radar, uh, Hollywood Brown for $6,400. Then, Mike, we got one of your fa- uh, favorites, slant boy, Michael Thomas, $5,700. Had to save some money. Uh, he, he's averaging eight points, so if we can maybe get a touchdown this week, throw him over 10. Uh, we got another one of Mike's guys, Sam Laporta. Uh, he's $6,000. He's averaging 10 points per game. I think he's top five tight end this year so far. And then I'm throwing Waddle in here because it's, it's do or die uh, for Waddle this week. He's only averaging 8.9 points on the year, but I think this is the, the, the week that he goes off. He's going against the Giants, $6,800 in the flex. And then we got Detroit defense all in this week against Carolina. They're $4,800. Uh, they're averaging 8.75 points per week. Okay. So feeling pretty good about this lineup this week. We'll see how we do. Good daily, Dave. All right, Randy, you know what time it is. Win us some money. Uh, let's see if Dave and Dave can win us something. You know who's been hot, my friend, in the mortgage payment? Four and two on the season so far. Up two units is the mortgage payment. Um, we're going to start off 
with I think this is to see if a team is actually for real or not. And I got 49ers at home. Right now the line's three and a half. I'm going to take it down to three uh, at minus 134. I'm taking 49ers minus three versus Dallas. Because I think this is the first time Dallas is actually going to play a team that is more well-rounded on an offense. And I think a better totality of the entire defense, I think they're just a better team than they are. And I think uh, Dallas might get exposed a little um, come this game. I feel like Micah Parsons is a little banged up, too. But, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's going to play. But he got a little banged up last week. If he's not 100%, Dallas that's game-changing. Kind of yeah. I mean, like, with a good offensive line and no pass rush, I'm really interested to see what kind of Dallas D you're going to get. Um, so I'm taking 49ers minus three. Um, next, I'm taking – I would say I would put this as – I would say this, put your utilities and, put your utilities and your car on this one. I'm saying Packers minus one at Raiders. It's a pick em game. I just think the Packers are better. I think the Raiders are a dumpster fire. Uh, Jimmy G's coming back off concussion. Possibly might, might be playing. Might be starting a rookie again. I mean, McDaniel, McDaniels just like, ripped his rookie quarterback in the press conference after the game. Saying you can't turn over the ball when you almost let him back in that game to win against the Chargers last week. But I think the Packers just altogether a better team than the Raiders. I think they're just more fundamentally sound. Even though I don't think the Packers are that good, I'm taking the Packers minus one. Last but not least, mortgage payment. I think this is just a crazy bet. Uh, right now the Bears are plus 650 not to record a sack. This is the worst defense in the league. Plus 650, I just love the odds on Thursday night, uh, short week. I, what are the Bears? I, I would have to go back and look to see what the Bears' sack totals are each game. It I might just, be They might only have two or three total. That's why I, I just didn't understand that bet whatsoever. Um, I think Sam Howell is going to kind of take it to him. And the secondary, I don't even know who they're starting secondary. I know you got Eddie Jackson's going to be out again, it sounds like. Um, so... Jalen Johnson's out. You're starting guys off the, off the street. I think we're going to get torched, honestly. So that's uh, my bet for the mortgage payment. Plus 650, got to like those odds. I'm looking it up right now, sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, I, they have two I, sacks. They got one week one. Yep. And then did they get one last week? Uh, they, I think so. Yeah. Not, but, not been yeah. very good. I mean, you think Everflu's dials it up a little bit, but holy cow. You can fucking dial a phone to Domino's, dude. Fuck out of here. Well, isn't that what he's known for? Is he, is he a defensive guy? You can't figure out get, get one sack in a game? I don't want to hear it anymore. He's not known for shit. He's known for fucking losing games and not being able to call a fucking defense. But here, I will say this about Everflu's. I'm all out on him. Don't get me wrong. I'm all out. But, I mean, last year they, they, they were, like, actively trying to lose. So it's like, could we really hold – the record of, of him last year, like, is an indictment on him. Fucking trying to do this year, hey, hey Mike. Let me let me just give you the stat. Um, <laughs> he actively trying to win. Yeah, Matt Eberflus, Eberflus, team pressure rates. Um, I saw rates. that. Yeah. 2018, when he was in the Colts, his defense was ranked 30th. 2019 with the Colts, ranked 23rd. 2020 with the Colts, 18th. 2021, 31st. 22, 31st. 23, 30th. On Pressure rates. This is this this is your guy. Um, it's not my so guy. I said he was my guy. I'm not saying he's my no, guy. I'm just saying like you're saying you might dial up the pressure. No, he's ranked thirtieth in the league. I'm just saying, can we hold him accountable for last year in terms of the the win loss record? That's all I'm saying. Defensively, they're all in four though. I don't I don't get what you're I, arguing. I, I no, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying like. They were trying to lose last year, and they're fu- if they were trying to win this year, I, guys, I sent them all out. I said, what, what else do you want from me? I, I, I sent them all out. I'm not understanding what you're saying, though. <laughs> I sent them all out. All I'm saying is, is you know, like, <laughs> is it hard to gauge like what type of coach he is? Because when you are asked basically to lose last year, and then you get off to a, a terrible start, which is on him, 100. percent But I'm just saying, like, I don't think he was asked to lose last year. They weren't trying to win with the roster they put out there. I mean, I saw he got out coached by Dan. What's, what's, what's the guy's name? That was the coach. Here he is having the time of his life. 
Oh, yeah, Van Joseph. Van Joseph. Van Joseph, yeah. Was the defensive coordinator for Denver. I'll coach him last week. That's pathetic. Yeah, well, I mean, this has a little bit on polls, though. You hire a guy who's never been a head coach for it, and you also hire an offense coordinator. Oh, you hire Bill Polian's guy. You bring in Bill Polian. Shocker, Bill Polian wants to. He's got fucking, he's, him and Joe Biden have got about the same brain power, so I think it's not 19-fucking- 67 anymore, Bill Polian. It's it's a new NFL. We we need to stop taking uh, Bill Polian's fucking advice. All right. Well, we're at the 45-minute mark, so let's get down to the um, – Like always trying to squeeze it in there. Two-minute drill. Well, I'm just – got to manage the time. got to manage the time. All right. Um, we'll start with my matchup. Uh, I'm projected 115 and Lace projected 109. Um, I don't like to call my matchup, but I, I kind of do like Devontae Adams going back uh, playing Green Bay revenge game. Uh, name's a little banged up last week, fell on the shoulder, so you gotta watch out for that. Uh, one hit, you know, could could go down. DJ Moore's been pretty good. Henry finally had a good game last week. Robinson's been top ten. Uh, I like I like your team though, and a bounce back with Tyreek Hill and Ayuk, and I think Gibbs finally gets the end zone this week. Yeah, if late starts for Apollo, I think that's gonna be the yeah. tail of the day for him. Um, I don't know if that's the call, especially coming off two weeks of concussion. Uh, I'm going with Toronto. Houston against uh, Atlanta, too, but Atlanta's been terrible. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I might start Joseph Fields. I don't know yet. All right, the battle of the, the two favorites from last week that lost. Thank God. I, you know what? I, when I did the schedule at the beginning of the year, this is what I did on purpose to stick it to Lewis. But all his big hitters on buys. Yeah, so, I catch a break with oh. Lath. I catch a break with Lath with Herbert on a buy. So, uh, so doing a little, a little yeah. I'm, I'm so I'm so smart. I could do that. Yeah. You literally just said so. Go ahead. But <laughs> I'm taking me again. Uh, let's just hope I can pick the right running back this week. Yeah, Thielen's in Lewis's lineup this week. Uh, he is starting Dalvin Cook though at running back. Eric uh, Carr so bad. Elm Kamara comes back has a has a good game. He had 13 catches for 13 yards. 33. It was an NFL record. 13 catches for 33 yards. Yeah, I mean, I really don't like the idea of Dalvin Cook starting, but like you said, like what else is out there? Um, I think Randy has enough firepower uh, to get this thing done. And like we talked about with San Francisco defense, like I, I don't necessarily believe that like Tony Pollard is going to get like shut out by San Francisco. Same thing with CD. So I think Randy has I enough agree. firepower to win this week. I do like Pittman against Tennessee, though. I do like, like that as well, but I think Randy's got – Got too much going. Fair enough. All right, Channel, who won last week, two and two versus Ryan, who also won last week, both two and two. Um, you know, I'm waiting for Hertz to have like a monster, and I don't know if this is the week, but I mean, Hertz has kind of just been—I mean, yeah, 31 last week. Never mind. But I'm waiting yeah. for like a crazy game from Hertz where he runs a bunch and you know scores I mean, a bunch. A lot of those push-in touchdowns have been helping a lot, but yeah, I mean, he's still been good. I do like Scary Terry uh, this week against Chicago. I'm expecting. Five for 90 and a touchdown. Wilson's got a, a good connection with Wilson in New York. Uh, last week it looked like uh, that was coming alive a little bit. A little concerned about Williams in Denver. Uh, Pierce is a little concerned yeah, as well. And Waller. Um, I mean, he's really got no bench running back besides Jamal Williams, but he's on IR. That's right. Yeah, he might have to do something about that. Uh, I think I'm going to go Ryan here. I think Puka keeps going. Alave had a Stinker last week won. I think he comes back. Big game. Bijan obviously has been on fire, so I'm going to go with Ryan. I kind of like Channel this week. I'm going with Ryan. I like Channel. All right. Um, Thomas, who's on a little streak here, 2-2 versus Waldo, who's getting hot maybe. Um, I mean, McCaffrey at Dallas versus Dallas. I mean, who knows what he could do there. I mean, it's just crazy. It's just crazy how good he is. Um. I don't know. Uh, I think, like we talked, Ridley's been a little underwhelming. Zay Flowers has kind of cooled off a little bit. Mike Thomas is in his lineup. I know I just put him in my daily day, but Roger Stevenson kind of cooled off a little bit. Logan Thomas, he's starting this week at tight end. I think I'm going to go Thomas. Thomas go 3-2. and two. I think it's a big game for Waldo. If Waldo can get through this with uh, Cooper Cup coming back, going in 3-2, and two, you got to love where you're at. But I think... I think Tom's going to eat this one. I think this is actually going to be the closest game of the week. Not sure I like Cincinnati at Arizona. I do think Kelsey, after kind of having an underwhelming performance on Sunday, I think he probably has a monster at Minnesota. 
All right, Samo three and one, and then Andy, whose team is struggling right now, one and two. Um, he still has Cooper in his lineup, who's on a bye, and we talked about Pitts already. Um, it looks like Simo's yeah, going full blown Taylor this week. Uh, we'll have to see because uh, he is practicing, but it's not reported yet if he's actually going to play. And if he does, is he ready to play and does he want to play? That's the other problem. Also, has Higgins in there? Uh, not sure if he's going to play this week. Gus Edwards. It does have Justin Jefferson, though, and uh, and Smith from Philly. So. And Josh uh, uh, don't don't you trust Andy Reid a little bit to scheme to make sure like Justin Jefferson doesn't go crazy? I don't think anyone can scheme to stop him. To be honest with you, okay. I think he's unguardable. Um, I this is tough. They're both not great. I think I'm going to go Simo though. I'm going Simo as well. I, his running backs are kind of for Andy are kind of rough. He needs to make a move. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Jalen Warren's actually been better than uh, Najee. Yeah, I'm uh, probably Najee. also going to go Simo as well. Final game of the week. Dave desperately needs a win. Projected 116 versus Gallagher had a dud last week. That always concerns you. Mahomes going against maybe one of the worst defenses in the league in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, Tank Dell in the lineup. Like it. HEN in the lineup. Um, yeah, I kind of like Gallagher this week. Sorry, Dave. Yeah, no, I do too. Uh, I, I just I can't get a, I can't get a good team out there. Maybe I'll get some some points from my kicker this week, but I also just read his report saying that uh, they're thinking about maybe even moving on from him. So great five dollars I spent on him. Dobbs is still up in the air. I might I might put Burrow in, but I I, just, I don't. Know. I do think Aaron Jones. I, I do think Aaron Jones is back this week, like full back. I really hope so. That that's the real Aaron Jones, but. If I put Burrow in, he's got Chase, and I hate when that happens because if Burrow throws a touchdown to him, then it's just like washes each other out. So I, Yeah, and that, that hurts you more at the quarterback position yeah. than the receiver exactly. position. Mahomes might put up a 50-burger, dude. Minnesota I, terrible. I already texted Gallagher and said that he's at least going for 40-plus. Okay. So. All right. I mean, you've got to really hope that you have like a 30-point game from Detroit D. Well, I need that. I need Waddle to be fucking Waddle. The guy's been terrible this year. I need him to throw up like a 25, 30-point game. Okay. All right. Well, there it is. Two-minute drill. Fascinating stuff from the boys as usual. Any any parting uh, words of wisdom? Just uh, what's, what's the thoughts? Uh, how much time have you got left, Mike? Uh, three minutes. Uh, four minutes. What's the thoughts on, on Kelsey? You think he's getting a little distracted with all this fucking Taylor Swift shit? It had a pretty down game last week. I think it was a game, game script kind of kind of deal. I think Pacheco's running wild. He's going to be fine. Uh, um, I'd also like to say, Commissioner birthday coming up. I'd like everyone to be at the commissioner's house on Sunday. Uh, catch a little red zone. Let's get here a little early so we can all put uh, the same bets in and root together a little like gambling cave action. I like that. Um, but uh, Romosis will be flowing, and it would be good to see uh, a majority of the league come out and. Uh, Hang out together. It's been five weeks uh, since we had the draft, so uh, it's about that time. Yeah, we'll see, you know, we kind of all been just doing our own thing, really. You know, I really, I mean, I went to your house one week, and we went to Andy's uh, first week, but I mean, I really haven't been hanging out That's with anybody. Tough. Half the league has children. Yeah, true. Good point. All right. Tell well, me. appreciate the listeners. Remember, never too late to come relax the lounge. Take care, y'all. Good night. See you guys on Sunday.